Hey guys, welcome to my first episode. So funny story about this one. We actually started recording it in the middle of a river, um, sitting on some rocks. And then my phone glitched because it was raining and it got deleted. So we're back to the starting point. This time we're inside, strangely enough. Um, that doesn't happen very often. So basically, this could be a very casual thing, I, at least for right now, because Em and I are just like, it was just kind of a whim. We were sitting on a log in the rain and we were like, you know what? We're kind of smart right now. We should make a podcast episode. And so I was like, oh, I know. We can just put on this podcast. And so that's what we're doing right now. We decided to go sit in a stream and then film. Yeah. But yes. Okay. So this also, kind of like you're going to hear the chair table. creaking, so that's going to be nice. Yeah. It's like a round table thing, except it's not a round table because there are only two of us. It's a straight But if line, you guys want to audition to be members, then Oh, yeah. We're, we'll put you through some, like, initiation, but I'll decide that later. Yes. Okay. So shall I introduce the topic? Yes. Okay, so we're going to be talking about successful relationships in Christ, and I know that's, like, a common topic in the Christian community, but, like, recently I've just been having a lot of questions on it. And also, thought, it seems like a super random and, like, specific topic, but it's because this is what we were talking about today, mm-hmm. and that was why we decided to, like, record something at all, because we were like, dang, we have some really good ideas today. And so, yeah, yeah that's well, Jane why. does, and I'm just asking her questions. Not really, but sure. Yeah, okay. I'm wearing so, a cowboy hat to stabilize my mental processes, so... Mm-hmm. Yep. So, shall we begin? We shall. Um, by the way, disclaimer, if this sounds super choppy, it's because we can't record on my laptop because the audio is, like, actually trash, and so we can't do that. And so our only option is to do it on the phone, and we keep pausing it because people keep FaceTiming us, so that's why it sounds like we pause and we keep going. Just try to ignore that. It's, like, it's annoying to us, too. But anyway, Emma's going to start us off with a question. Okay, so my question is... Since the, like, marriage rates, like, are so low, like, of success, and also nobody's, like, some people aren't getting married anymore, but, like, also, like, there's so much divorce happening, and, like, it, in the midst of all this, what does a, like, successful Christian relationship look like? Like, what makes it successful, and, like, how can you tell it's successful? Um, this is a big question, and I think, in a lot of ways, it's very different for every relationship but like just in general first of all I think friendship is a big part of it and I know people say this all the time but that's because it's true and like all the marriages that I've seen like that have lasted you know like it all comes from like because like they understand each other and they like take the time to try to like figure out what the other person's thinking and that's like only a small part of it but I think it goes a long way and yeah just friendship like they have the same like you know sense of humor I guess that probably just comes from like being around each other so much they just sorry about Teddy in the background anyway yeah like I said this isn't very formal so you're gonna have to deal but um basically yeah friendship is a big thing for sure and because like how can you stand spending like most of your life with someone if you're not friends with them you know like you gotta enjoy their company passionate love is gonna fade out at some point well it's not gonna completely leave but like it's gonna yeah like I know we're just basically like uh restating what people always say about marriage but like I'm trying to explain it in my own words but basically um so okay I don't know if I answered that adequately but that's all I got so yeah but like what what does it like look like oh right okay sorry this is hard for me to explain because you know I'm not very smart but uh I think aside from friendship one like one thing is respect because you can't really like get to know someone without first like you know having a reason to so I think it's all like you got to appreciate like the other person to be like you know a mystery because we can't really understand anyone fully ever because 
so like since we're all like basically on the same level of like complexity you can't even really understand yourself a lot of the time and so you gotta like you gotta allow yourself to like i guess trust that like even though the other person has like a mystery about them still like respect them enough to like i guess let them have boundaries if that makes sense Mm -hmm. sorry i'm not explaining things very well today because i don't at all ever but um yeah so friendship respect and I think the foundation is really important. Like, first of all, before you get into anything, like, at the very beginning, you should, like, have the same values, the same plans, the same, like, basic way of thinking. And also, the little things do matter. Like, people always say that, but, like, they really do. Because, like, I feel like that's, like, how you keep going every day is, like, you see in action, like, oh, wow, they actually care, you know? (laughs) Like, small attentions. Yeah, Yeah, I saw this, like, Prince... Oh, I have another thing when you're done. Yeah, where he was, like, talking about how, like, the to, like the trick to keeping a marriage going. I, I, I know, like, a trick doesn't really encompass it. But, like, to keep a marriage going, like, you have to show people, like, small attentions. Like, small little gifts. Like, to show them, like, that you still care. And, like, for other reasons, which I'm not very sure of. But, like, I, I'm sure that you can think of them. But, like... Sorry, we're, we're like, acting really weird. But it's because we're both tired and yeah it's been a weird day but this is very much on a whim so just bear with us so the thing i just thought of is like i always make my friends take this thing that they had us take for like a retreat or something it's like the five love languages and i just do it for fun because it like tells me a lot about a person but also like i notice like when i'm thinking about like why did they act that way it like it's like oh it's because like they don't think about it the same way i do or like they do think about it like a certain way so, I don't know, like, if that's a thing that a lot of people know about or if it's just, like, a really random thing. But I think, like, that's a big part of it. Just, like, understanding their, like, the other person's love language and just, like, the way they think in general is really important. Because, like, every time when I normally, like, get stressed out, like, I, like, did they do that on purpose? Like, do they hate me or something? Like, it all, like, makes sense when I think about, like, oh, they are just thinking about it in this certain way. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, they really do, like, want me around. That's nice. So, yeah, just taking time to understand someone is good for them, and also it'll be good for you, so. Yes, okay, I see what you're saying. Now? Okay, sorry for another awkward pause, but we just both decided that we wanted to go get our knitting project so we don't fidget too much, because that makes the chairs creak, and that's not pleasant for anyone involved, so. Yes, and while that was happening, I thought of my second question. Oh, good. Because I I forgot it, but then I remembered it. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I have crisis. Okay, go. Okay, so basically... Um, how do you, like, start off, like, okay, I feel like this is a question everybody asks, everybody addresses, but, like, what are, like, practical ways, like, what are you supposed to do when you start off a relationship to, like, first of all, like, set your intentions, like, things like that, like, basically cover that whole topic, please, go ahead. Okay, so, I have limited experience, as one might imagine, but I'm gonna try to go off of that and also, like, you know, just logic and stuff, so... I think a really, like, easy way to go into a relationship is from a friendship because, well, maybe it's not easy, but I feel like it kind of gives you, like, a head start because, first of all, you know a lot about the person, you have a foundation of, like, trust, and it won't be awkward, which is a very big thing because, you know, that kind of, like makes it tough at the beginning to connect but. yeah but i feel like we should draw the distinction one one thing that you shouldn't do is if you're interested in dating them and then you go in like without telling them like my intentions 
like are to like eventually date you but then yeah, you're like you're true. purposely staying friends like yeah, for the sake of being friends yeah like yeah. as long as as long like if it's like a healthy like friendship and then it grows into something more but don't go into the friendship expecting something i feel like yeah that's always a big thing like set your intentions i guess that sounds yeah so my say, question but... is how do you set your intentions like how do you set it with them or how do you figure it out for yourself mm, both or, okay so first comes figuring out for yourself so, I'd say that's just something that, like, first of all, it comes with time, and it's tough to recognize that in the moment when you're like, oh, I like this person, but, like, I'm not exactly sure what I want, but, like, who cares? I'll figure it out. Um, that doesn't work. Just take from me. Um, so, I think it's, like, even if you don't see it in the moment, I think it's really important to, like, know exactly what you want and, like, kind of think about, like, if I were to be put in this situation that, like, you know, might happen, like, what what is the right decision for me mm-hmm. so yeah that's one thing like just try to at least give it a little bit of thought i'm like looking emma in the eye sorry as i'm <laughs> talking but i'd say give it like at least a little bit of thought beforehand just so you have like a basic idea of what's important to you and like what you expect from someone else mm-hmm. and then when you're setting the intentions with them first of all one red flag they've noticed not in my own but in like relationships that i've seen like it's when you don't feel comfortable setting boundaries with someone, that's a good sign that the relationship isn't on a good, like, place. Emma's, like, kind of... Are you agreeing? I can't... Yes, I'm agreeing. Okay. Um, like, that's kind of a sign that it's not in a great place. I think, like, if you're afraid to tell them, like, how... Well, like, what you expect from a relationship, or if you're afraid to set boundaries with them, because, you know, that means, like, either, like, one of you isn't being open, or one of you's, like, pressuring the other, so... If you feel like you can't talk to them about, like, if before you get in a relationship, if you feel like you can't talk about what you want out of it... Yeah, that's what I, I feel then like... Then it's time to, like, either... Like, I'm not saying just dump them. I'm just saying, like, rethink or, like, open up, like, open the door to that, I guess. Yeah, to conversation. conversation. Yeah, because yeah, I feel like, like we addressed, is that you should probably have, like, what you have in mind, in your mind, before you enter into one of these relationships, because... If you, like, are, yeah, like, like Jane said, if you're just going in, like, with, like, winging it, then, like, first of all, that's not fair to the other person. Yeah, that's Like, if very you don't true. even know what you want and you're expecting them to yeah. give it to you, then... That's another thing I've noticed with myself, is I tend to be like, I'll figure it out, and then that, like, backfires on both of us. Yeah. So, also, like, not only for your own sake, but for theirs, like, just try to have, you know, at least some idea of what you're expecting as you go into it. Mm-hmm. And then... There's a second half of that question. I'm forgetting what it was. So it was, oh, yeah, like, like when you figure out, like, okay, what it's time to tell them what I want. Like, how do you do that? So I'd say there's no right or wrong way. Just don't do it, like, at exactly the wrong time. Like, when they're, you know, like, not ready to think about it or, like, you're, like, fighting or something. Just, mm-hmm. first of all, like, if the timing is right, I feel like there's no wrong way to, like, go about it. If it feels natural for you and, like, if you feel like you both are, like, able to be, like, open and, like, honest with each other mm-hmm. at the time, then, you know, just do you, Yeah, I, I have guess? a question. This is kind of an observation and a question. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've noticed with myself, like, I'm very, like, timid, like, tentative with setting boundaries because... Yeah, like, you're, I, like, like you don't obviously, impose, I have no yeah. one to set boundaries with, but, like, just, like, in regular life, like, if someone does something that, like, makes me angry or something, I just... Or, like, if they are doing something like friendships i've had if they're doing something that like annoys me or like they're treading on me kind of like, like they're you know not, not yeah like, thinking about your 
like feelings. how I feel, yeah. then it's like I never really say anything because I'm like, well, that's just them. Like I'll just have to deal with it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like, because ha- in a relationship, like I hope that I'll be better with that because like it's something more like I guess serious in a way because you like I feel like in a lot of people's minds and like there's like you know there's more commitment involved when it's like romantic. Yeah, and plus it's like new. It's new, so I feel like I'll like friendships. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But then... Friendships, you kind of get used to, like, you know, a rhythm, I guess. Like a, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, yeah, so basically, I feel like I, like, I'm not sure how to do that. Like, how will you, how can you be forceful, but, like, also kind and listening to the yeah. other person? So, like, I think, like, first of all, that, um, like, it can be hard if going in, you guys just both have completely different, like, ideas of either, like, morals, or, like, I don't want to say morals, that sounds really stupid, but... Like, if you have a different, like, idea of priorities or, like, a different, like, value system, then, like, I think it's almost, like, pointless to try to set boundaries because your boundaries are going to be coming from different places. Mm-hmm. And you're both, like, they're going to, like, cro- like they're going to clash with each other at some point because mm-hmm. you both just want fundamentally different things out of it, I guess. So, part of setting boundaries is, first of all, before you, like, get into, like, a serious relationship or, like, a relationship at all, you should, like, at least have some idea of their I I don't want to say value system because it sounds super like pretentious but that's what I mean and um Mm -hmm. so I think if you both generally come from the same place but you're not sure like if you applied the same way like that's the start but then setting like specific boundaries for like everyday stuff um I think like just being able to be open with them are you unraveling your knitting yes okay I told she's having a crisis I think but anyway we're gonna ignore that so I just started. Okay, go ahead. So I'd say, like, don't leave it until... Like, I, I don't have, you know, much expertise in this, but I'm just trying to think about, like, what I've heard and, like, what would make sense. So I'd say don't wait until the moment arrives to be like, you're not allowed to do that, you know? Because I feel like, first of all, that's not fair to them because it's like, they might have had expectations. Like, that sounds kind of bad, but, like... Like, as long as... It's it, just, it's just like, too, like, too sudden because then they're like... Well then, what else? Are you Obviously, say? If they go like way out of line and yeah, something yeah. like they're super mean. Like or if something. you if you didn't expect it, then that's one thing. But also, if you knew like it was gonna come to a point where you disagree eventually, I don't think you should leave it till the last minute. Because mm, that's not fair to you or the other person. Yeah, so. then that just creates like stress and like tension, you know? Because then you like get mad at each other. Because uh-huh. like in the moment, it's like okay, like geez, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think I don't really like. I think it just really depends on, like, the dynamic, really. And it's also the level of respect that you have yeah. for one another and their boundaries. Yeah. Like, if you have respect for them and you think they have the wit about them to make the same... Give us a minute. <laughs> one sec. Okay, sorry if you hear shouting in the background. That's um, Lily and Tim fighting. Really, this is just, like, my close friends listening to this, so they already know. They've mm-hmm. heard it on FaceTime. Yeah, so if you think... That's they, a nice yeah. background noise, I guess. Oh, yeah, sorry. So, w- what I was saying is, if you think they have the wit about them to make their own decisions for themselves, then I feel as though you can respect those decisions, you know? Yeah. And if you love them, then it won't be that hard. Yeah, also, like, if you guys, like, again, come from the same place, like, value system-wise, then it shouldn't be, like, that much of a struggle to set boundaries, because you'll mostly have the same ones. hmm So, it is again very important to like you know talk about this beforehand and also that's like a good foundation if you like start off with good communication because that's like a big part of keeping our relationship healthy is like you know updating each other like 
you know, about where you are, I guess, mm-hmm. like, emotionally. Sorry, I didn't explain that well. Okay, we're going to go a little bit off topic because we kind of ran out of, like, thoughts on because that. Because they've been so much, like, so many people have covered them. Yeah, like, that, like, like, everything I'm saying, I'm like, I've heard this somewhere. Also, I, like, neither of us know, we're not experts on this, but, I don't know, come back in a few years, maybe we will be, but, um... We're going to start diving into the realm of psychopathology because I've been watching a lot of Criminal Minds lately, so we're going to make a violent transition (laughs) into the inner workings of the mind of a serial killer. So, here we go. Um, Basically, I'm not very clear on the difference between psychopathology and sociopathology, but I know it's like a lack of empathy, just like, you know, completely, and you can't feel feelings of general, like, affection towards people. Um, I mean, genuine. What did I say? I don't know. But, sorry, is this, like, super a super weird tangent? It's no, like no, no, nothing no, you're good, you're good. Like, that's what everybody's here but for, basically, super like, weird tangents. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, Emma, for affirming me like that. But, um, basically, yeah, I've been watching too much Criminal Minds, so that's where this is coming from. I just like talking about it because it makes me feel smart. Basically, my whole mission in life is to channel Spencer Reed, but that's another story. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of cool because it's, like, think, okay, uh, again, violently transitioning to C.S. Lewis, um... I think he has this question, like, is hell empty or full? So, like, is, like, which one? Like, what do you guys think? Um, wait, that's C.S. Lewis's question? Okay, maybe it wasn't, he, but I Wait, no, no, he has an answer? I thought it was, uh, no, I don't Bishop know. Robert Barron. Maybe it was, sorry, I did, wait, <laughs> should I delete this part? Like, no, no, you're good. Okay, wait. I don't know, it's one of them. Well, I think... Because, you know that dude who did that video shoot, on... how did I get them mixed up? Well, that's a compliment to Bishop Barron, I guess. Yeah. Uh, wait... So, I don't know. I just get uh, like ideas from random people, and then I just mix them n- all together. <laughs> no, but like, wait. So he made a video on his how empty or crowded. So what do you think? Okay, okay. So I listened to an anti right thing today, and it changed my mind. But originally, I was like, I was kind of hoping like it's empty, like not just be like, oh, I definitely won't go to hell. Just to be like, that would be so sad if like yeah. people were just down there like you know, chill. Yeah, I mean, and, like, no. Also, every like serial killer on that show has a reason and it's like it's because their brains are just like wired differently and like mm-hmm. i don't know if this is like super insensitive of me but like i don't know like maybe serial killers aren't like super i don't know i, think I don't know dude. i think that's hypersensitive not <laughs> i mean it's not like oh i feel a lot of sympathy towards serial killers like i really understand where they're coming from like that's <laughs> not my message here i'm just saying that get like like know. it's like you understand it's like, it's like, but like you don't get sad it like, if you're like oh serial killers are terrible people Ow. Oh my gosh, Lily's here. No, bring her in. Oh, Lily, come. So we're making a podcast. You got the other twin, guys. So we're talking... We're talking hi. psychopathology. Hi, guys. Okay. Um, she just walked in. Well, this isn't serious. You can just say whatever you want. Yeah, what are we Not whatever you want, but this is a podcast. About? No one important's gonna listen to it. No offense. It's about? Uh, right now, thanks. we kind of transition to psychopathology. Okay, thanks. Um, what do you think about serial killers, Lily? I think they're, I, like, really look up to them, and I think they're absolutely beautiful people, and what they do is a great line of work, that, and I hope to follow in their footsteps one day. Cool, all okay, right. Okay, thanks, you guys. Leave. Close the door <laughs> behind you. Thank you for that. Um, there you go. Daily Dose of Lily, everyone. Okay. Um, um, sorry if that was disturbing to anyone in the audience. She's completely kidding, by the way, because you couldn't tell. Um, okay, but anyway. yeah, so going back to this hell empty or crowded, from serial killers to how is hell empty or crowded, wait, so what, wait, wait so what did N.T. Wright said? Okay, he said, there's too much, because he's like a New Testament scholar, sorry, I'm like itching my nose, I'm sure you guys can hear, um, <laughs> he said, like, he's a New Testament scholar, and he's like, 
there's too many warnings made about hell for it to be like it's not like because you know some people are like oh it's just there to scare us into doing the right thing i that sounds wrong just saying it so yeah. i don't i don't agree with that like assertion yeah and he he was just saying that as an example but basically he's like there's too many warnings for it to be just like fake you know like yeah, yeah. hell has to be like he said there i think he's like there has to be the prospect of ultimate <laughs> loss in the end so mm-hmm. um yeah so i guess that kind of debunks what i was hoping i thought before mm-hmm. but that's kind of sad but anyway um i guess no no but what, what else did he say about like how many people like what did he say well okay i didn't listen to, like i've listened to the whole episode before but it hasn't been that long also like i don't remember it like i'm trying to memorize that one because it's a really good one but uh-huh. um i was just bringing it up for that specific point yeah so i feel like that's kind of sad but it's okay yeah because it, it's like it's obviously scary how it's like well i just might be going to hell like that's not even like it's not know. i'm yeah. not either like sorry i just talked it over here you... no 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 i was done like it's not either way like oh i'm sure i'm a terrible person and i really wish hell wasn't a thing and it's also not like oh i know i'm going to heaven so i'm just thinking about it like abstractly like it's neither mm-hmm. but it's i'm curious because it's like you know serial killers like like when okay also can i bring up the phantom of the opera that's also super yeah, random and weird but the guy like it's so sad because his whole life he's just been like you know beaten down and his mother rejected him and all that and then also everyone's like, you're so, such a terrible person, like, for just, you know, this thing that you can't control, like, we hate you. And so then he, like, doesn't he kill people? I don't remember. I haven't seen it in a while. I just listened to the soundtrack. But, <laughs> sorry, I'm pretty sure he kills people, but correct me if I'm wrong. But basically, like, that's how, like, it happens for some people. And, like, I, I think, like, sorry, I sound like I'm, like, supporting serial killers here. I'm, like, trying to justify it, but that's not at all what I'm doing. I'm just thinking out loud devil's advocate if you will um like literally and like i'm not saying like you know serial killing is like this super light-hearted topic that we can just throw around but sorry i'm like looking at it directly into the eyeballs <laughs> as i'm talking it's super weird um but making eyes basically this is just something i wonder about because i just like thinking about existential dreads you know on behalf of others mm-hmm. um it's a real hobby of mine so yeah, uh, I don't know, uh, I, I almost said swipe up, cause I, anyway, Snapchat, but, uh-huh. I don't know, respond, guys, like, contact me, you all know me, this isn't gonna be a very famous podcast, but, <laughs> I mean, let's talk about existentialism, let's do it, why not? I think existentialism needs to be normalized. Oh, wait, okay, I wanna grab my notebook in one second, because I was watching the Bishop Robert Barry, and I bet so many of you guys have probably watched it. I think everyone, like, I thought that was, like like a super random thing but i think everyone knows who he is yeah which is nice because i can bring that up now I yeah guess. because everyone i feel like Catholic n- knows who that is no because literally i feel like they know like who like what this video is because it's like famous and everybody's like like reacting to it and stuff oh, so yeah. yeah so uh i really hope that he's right and i will grab my notebook in one second to like mm-hmm. list all the theories that like i took notes from that video and i was like i love it that's my favorite thing but um mm-hmm. Should I keep talking while you're gone about random stuff? Or yeah, sure. Go ahead. Go on a tangent about... I don't know. I'll think of something random. Oh, okay. Okay, this is going to be super awkward now, because Emma's not here to break the ice of my, like, awkwardness. So, basically, guys, I have this notebook. It's right here. It's small and brown, and I got it from two of my good buddies. Um, It's great. I write down everything in here, 
from planning out this podcast and then not going through those plans to quotes from my teachers and my sisters and my friends and uh, notes on how to thrift shop and also N.T. Wright quotes and his points from his podcast. So if any of you have ever seen this cursed little book, uh, consider yourselves lucky, I guess. Uh, Anyway, I just looked at it. That's why I thought of that and that's why I started talking about it because I'm trying to, you know, fill up the airspace until Emma gets back. Also, I'm knitting a scarf. Wait, Tim, where are these? Can you hear her? I don't know if you can, but she's talking in the hallway right now. Okay. I feel like I'm going to want to delete this Sorry, part. I it's just okay. did a dance party with uh, Nellie and Leo and such. So I really can't wait for no one to listen to this. I hate yes. it. Okay, so here is my notebook. Sorry, I, this is like my notebook that I have like for everything God, basically. So, oh wait, this is pretty early on. Oh yeah, also, um, let us know in if okay. in the next podcast episode you want us to talk about really weirdly personal subjects, because that's like another hobby of mine, is talking about myself, so yeah. let me know. I don't know, it's just fun. Anyway. Yeah, so, basically, the theories of hell. So, Rob Bell, he is a universalist, which means everybody gets saved, and... <clears throat> Yeah, he think he like he. Oh, okay. He's the one who wrote "Love Wins" because I just saw his name. Wait, I've seen that book around the house, right? No, Maybe no, not. you've seen it in Barnes Noble because okay. I've seen that. But I was just at Barnes Noble and I got this like Ephesians commentary book, which like you should check out. I don't even know the author, but like yeah. So I was just um, I was like browsing the religion section and I saw Rob Bell's book. I forgot what it was, but then it said also author of Love Wins, and I was like, where did I hear that before? And then I was like, oh, Bishop Robert Barron. And then I was like, okay. So then, okay, origin of Alexandria. So in the end, he thinks everyone, even Satan and the fallen angels, will be saved. Maybe after like a period of time or something. And this theory is called apocatastasis. What word is that? Wait, where is it? Second, dude, apocatastasis or something. Oh boy. Um. Apocatastasis. Apoc- it starts with apocalypse. Apocalypse. Apoc- Oh okay, it's fine. They it's get okay. the point. Apocatastice or something of the sort. <laughs> and the church, but the church condemned this theory for not taking hell seriously enough. Oh, damn. And, okay, okay St. Augustine, love him, really cool dude, except he said, he be, yeah, he said some things where I'm just like, I can't agree with that, and the church has been like, that's actually not right. But then, like, some of the things he said are very wise, of course, because he's, like, literally St. Augustine. But, like, Okay, so he says original sin is uh, resulted in almas damnata, so basically the damned mass, and the whole human race is destined for hell, but God in his inscrutable mercy pr- picks a handful of souls to save. That is literally word for word what Robert Bish- Bishop Robert Barron said. So, Wait, like he believes it or he's quoting it? He's quoting it. Okay. He said. He says like. Sorry, I don't. That's okay. that's really scary. If yeah, only I don't, a handful. Only yeah, yeah. A oh yeah, handful. he comes to address this. But okay, so Protestant Karl Barth, he's a universalist, and he says through Jesus Christ all are saved, and the church's job is to announce that. 
is what he believes. So that's what a bunch of people believe now. Like, uh, well, I'm not saying a bunch of people. Like, yeah, a bunch of people. But, like, I don't think the church as, like, a whole believes that. Like, it doesn't. But, okay, so Cath- the Catholic Hans Urs von Balthasar didn't say that right. Rejects this Augustinian theory because we can reasonably hope that all can be saved because of the. I just read that like with so much like as if it had so much weight, which I guess it does. And uh, yeah, it does. Hope that all can be saved because of the dramatic <clears throat> act of Jesus' life, oh, death, yeah. and resurrection. Wait a second. So that means like saying like we're all doomed. That's like kind of degrading to like you know yeah. Jesus. It's like cool you died for nothing you know mm-hmm. like that's just how yeah now yeah yeah that, okay like yeah can i get to that in one second yeah, i was just sorry. about to say something on that but we cannot know this because hell is still a possibility for those who reject the divine love and bishop robert Barron agrees with this theory and and that god desires all to be saved and c.s lewis i just decided to add that in there is that he believes hell is locked from the inside which I agree with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I actually really like that he said that. They're, they're, so yeah, basically they're like the ones at the party who are like they're purposely making themselves sit out. So yeah. But then also I read another one of C.S. Lewis's works and it said like how in the end like Jesus will come riding in on his chariot and then will either be struck down with fear or will like run to him in love or something like that. Like obviously it's very loose and I like I think it's more of a metaphor than anything but like yeah, I feel, I feel, that's not a metaphor, it's, like, an analogy or something like that, but, like, yeah, I feel like that's, that's, like, a cool yeah. idea, like, existentialism in general is just a cool thing to think well, about. Well, for me, it's more stressful, but, like, I guess oh, you can see it as cool. sorry. Do you want to talk about that? This what? also free therapy. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> do you want to talk about why you dread the end of time, Emma? Yes, but for, wait, but first, can we get to that point you made, like, real quick? What like. Point? It was when I was reading... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Jesus how it's not taking Jews too seriously now. Because here's the thing. Yeah. I think Jordan Peterson it was, where he was saying that, like... Oh, my we're, gosh, remind me to check Like, we're taking... Like, the... We're taking responsibility for the sins of... I'm pretty sure he said of the world, but... I'm pretty, like, where we're, like, brothers in arms, basically, with Christ, like, by taking the cross with him. That makes sense. Which I'm, like, isn't, but isn't Jesus taking the cross for us? Okay, brothers in arms, that... No, he didn't say brothers in arms. I think I was just kind of making that. Well, that's cool. That kind of makes sense. But, um... I don't think he said that. Maybe I was copying it. I don't don't know. know. (laughs) King's ticket. Uh, Okay, so... Sorry, Wait, I we should get Ella and Avon here. Oh, we should. Okay, oh they don't my agree with us. We can have a debate. Oh, also, contact us if you want to be featured in either a debate or just a discussion, depending on if you agree with us or not. We'll yeah. figure that out when the time comes. But yeah, also, um, we another option is like doing a, like getting random people on FaceTime and then adding that. Well, that might not work because then it's like hard to hear. But anyway, we'll figure something out, like remote guests, something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, we should have Felicity on here. That'd <gasps> be should? so oh lit. Okay. And we can't, like, also... I was saying lit as a joke, by the way. Yeah. Sarcastically. Nobody. This podcast is a hot mess. And um, it's just going to be about, like, basically anything, you know? Like, yeah, I, don't, I don't have literally. much of a plan for, like, future episodes. I didn't have a plan for this one. I still don't. 
um okay but if you hear us say anything that you want to either disagree with us on or like add to that oh, yeah, then we please love then come on and be like randomly at it like just be like oh yeah i was thinking that or you could just text jane and then jane will mm-hmm. add it i don't know so basically and we can do follow-ups i guess i don't think anyone oh, cares yeah. enough to have us do follow-ups on <laughs> topics but like if you do i mean totes like what do you say did you say totes do it no what? that's not what i said i said totes but it's because i was thinking <laughs> <laughs> i really okay. i don't think i was okay anyway sorry <laughs> okay um, sorry that was a copy from a movie okay it's fine so basically what i if you don't mind what i was saying was that like is that ta- i feel like that's not taking jesus's sacrifice seriously enough or is yeah. it like People have so many theories on what it actually meant. Oh. Like, this... Wait, shoot. What's the famous monk on YouTube that, like, he's, know. like, Catholic and he does, like, Sorry. that re- that stuff? Where Okay. So, he was saying that Jesus buys the ticket to the train that we never could have bought for ourselves, but we have to get on the train and stay on it for our... Oh, and that's we cool. do that by living a life of virtue. But here's the thing. That's quite daunting because... That's true. I, I will make so many mistakes... Like, I cannot live a life of virtue, you I know? Think, I think, okay, the li- like, each little mistake is not you, like, flinging yourself off the train as, like, oh. you know, going off of that metaphor. I don't I don't think one little, like, or one, like, you know, medium-sized mistake it equates to you flinging yourself off of a moving train. Mm-hmm. But I think it's, like, because, okay, think about this. When you are actually on a train and you're, like, I'm going to jump off. Like, you know you can't just get back on, you know? Like, I feel like jumping off the train would equate to, like, mortal sin. Because when you, co- when you, co- well, okay, you can even come back from a mortal sin. But, like, if you, like, a full rejection of God, I feel like that's the only thing that would equate to you literally jumping off the train. Because mm-hmm. when you reject God, you're like, you know, the point is, this is it. I don't like you anymore, or I don't believe in you anymore, like, whichever one. And then, also, when you're, like, on a train... And you want to jump off, it's like, I don't want to be on this train anymore, and I know I'm not going to get back on, and then you jump off. So, I think that also is, like, having to do with, like, a full knowledge of the choice that you're about to make, and, like, fully, like, okay, also, getting pushed off the train is is another thing, because it's, like, I guess that would be the same as, like, either if you don't know, like christianity enough to be able to like because i know there's like a lot of you know false stuff out there which is like that's another topic we i can say so much about that also my chair is creaking because i'm talking with my hands sorry but um like what was i saying i'm gonna about not being say, pushed from yeah. a train um so that's like when it's not your free will so mm-hmm. okay <laughs> um actually no that doesn't make any sense because then you still won't be able to get back on. So I'm not going to say that because that doesn't make sense with this metaphor. Um, so just yeah. that. Okay. Oh yeah. Can we also talk about how God is so good in the way that we get to have a restart like any moment? Yeah. You know, where he's like, okay, you can restart like right now. And then I'm just like, that's so oh, awesome. Yeah. Also, can we have a couple episodes where I just recite everything I learned from religion, like religion and philosophy in the last few years? Cause it's so fun to talk about. Oh yeah. Okay. Also one thing I was thinking about is that, like, God come, because I don't know, this just came to me, where it was, get it, ha, you don't get it yet, because I haven't explained my point, is that, okay, like, gosh. God comes to you, like, where you're at, because you know how, like, at least for I'm myself, I'm like, okay, well, when I get to high school, when I get to blah, 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 yeah. when I make friends with this person, when I'm who I want to be, no, God doesn't care about that, he comes to you where you are, 
He comes to you oh, where you are right now. He's not waiting cool. for you to get better. He he is patient, but he'll he'll have his arms open when you come to him, but he'll come find you right where you are. So I saw I was listening to this other podcast by these wonderful Christian ladies. They were so That was sarcasm, uh, right? Well, like, I was saying it oddly, but, like, they actually were oh, amazing. Okay. So, I love what they said. It was this story in the Bible. I completely forget her name. It's leaving me right now. But, no. Well, she... So, her master... Something with her master, like, forced her to have her wi- wife's baby. And then, like, completely left her or something. Like, where they were forcing her to be a servant or something. Like, where... I don't... Wait, sorry. That didn't make any sense. Let me re-explain this. So, I'm not exactly clear on the story, but... um. Basically, what happened? What you'll get? You'll get the point of this in a second. I'm sorry. I'm gonna stop being around the bush. So basically, she, the do the so there was a lord and a lady of a house or something of the sort, and they they had this one servant that the wife the like lady she wasn't getting pregnant. So I think the lord like impregnated the woman, and then he after she had it, they left her in disgrace. Like she still worked for them, but then she ran away and she was like in the desert or some far off place like that and then jesus came and found her to talk to her well i i like god or some i think this was in the old testament but um so basically um the ladies made this wonderful point that that Jesus already knew where she was. He didn't need to go in search of her, but he went in search of her for her benefit. Like oh, that's so amazing. That's cool. Like he went in Actually. for her benefit, like to go look after her. And then here's another oh, point, which right yeah, now I feel like this, this is a very common topic in the Christian world i think right now is that god may not take you out of the struggle but he'll give you the peace for it so Mm -hmm. he said you know what you will you go back to them and live in that horrible situation but know that i'm with you through that and god sometimes may take you out of that situation completely and that's amazing but then sometimes he'll like keep you in it and that you that's all you need all you need is god which i'm trying to realize right now is that god is literally everything so like you don't really need god anything else and that's on period <laughs> okay but yeah i feel like like god is with you through everything and that's literally all you need which i feel like we all need to come to that realization at some point that but yes Jake, what were you saying oh i was gonna add on to the um like doing it for our benefit part so, how, okay, what was that movie called that Dad showed us, like, the guy's interview for? Like, it was about the guy who played Jesus. Oh, yeah, it was, like, Moses. Sorry, I, I should... No, 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 wait, it was Moses? Like, what? It was Jesus. The, the Passion of the Christ. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I, that was, like, so obvious. The Passion or something. I really, really want to watch that movie, but also... I I'm don't, because it's gory. Because it's gory, and I can't I feel like, that. for me, that's, like, in a way, it's going to be, like, really good for, like, my faith. Yeah, because... And, like, also, it's going to be really Because here's the thing. Me saying it's gory is, like, Jesus literally went through that, and I'm just like, oh, no, I don't want to watch because like, it's gory but i know like, like getting scarred for life will be worth like knowing how bad it was but like also i'm just gonna you know i need to be in a good emotional place before i watch a movie like that but basically my point is that the guy in the interview he was talking i love that i forget who like what's his name i don't know i should know his name because he's the coolest person i've ever met not met you know heard of <laughs> yeah like, speak um but basically his interview like it was so like just cool to watch because first of all the host guy was like an idiot and like don't say that okay okay but like okay now people can be like i know exactly what you're talking about but 
basically the host guy was like all like you know cheerful and then the other guy was like i literally just got struck by lightning making this movie can you be you know a little you know yeah he literally was having an encounter with jesus on that stage and then he was like ah. yeah, i was like ah, like he's making jokes. <laughs> anyway that interview is just funny to watch but also um like lightning yeah enlightening you could say that but like, like literally enlightening oh okay. i can't get that okay but like he was talking about it and i'm like like jesus didn't have to do any of that like you know oh, like yeah. he could have just like first of all he didn't have to die at all but if he like could have died he could have been like oh let me get beheaded because that's like quick and painless supposedly i mean i've never been beheaded but like if you have let me know but um <laughs> basically like he like that like i know people say this but like not enough like that's like the most painful like humiliating way to die you know like you're just mm-hmm. stuck up there for and a then, long time. Also, in a way, like that literally Jesus probably went through every single emotion we've ever had. I know he like, had like the that. full extreme of every single human like experience. Okay, like, I have a question. Okay, mm-hmm. I was going to ask Gabriel this, but I'll ask you because cuz I Thanks. think not a very fair trade, but Nick <laughs> yeah, well, no, I was gonna ask him because it was from one of the people that he told me to look into, but, okay, so I'm pretty sure it was either Ben Shapiro or Jordan Peterson, I'm pretty sure it was Jordan Peterson said this, where it was like, we all as humans have to deal with that inadequacy, like, of being human, and then, like, we have to, like, deal with that, obviously, like, God is, like, helps us, obviously, but how did, like, because Jesus, you know how, like, he's felt forsaken by God and such, mm-hmm. but, like, he never sinned, so how does he feel I, that inadequacy i um how does he think i know the answer that? so okay this is bringing my freshman year religion class to mind so basically you know the fall like i i don't know if everyone knows this or if it's just like i'm gonna try to explain it the way i understand it and i don't know if everyone already knows this but just bear with me sorry tim's like raging at minecraft or something in the background just no no that. he's having a dance party with his no okay well Anyway, so, during the fall, basically, human nature, like, we didn't just, like, start sinning, like, basically, human nature was, like, transformed, but, like, for the worse. So, basically, three things. Our intellect was darkened, meaning, like, before the fall, this is so cool, and, like, it's gonna be this way in heaven again. Like, if you just think, like, oh, I wonder, like, about this thing, you could just know it. Like, you'll just know it. Like, you won't have to learn it. You'll just, That's like, so know it. That's so amazing. I know. But then, so cool? also, knowing things wouldn't be as renowned as it is now. Yeah, that's true. Because that, here's but the thing. But then you could all, like, talk I'm on an equal level. And, like, oh, you could all yeah. have way better conversations. But then we would like, always agree. That's the that's, that's, that's the problem. Is that I kind of love this world in a way because, okay, yeah. that's that, it sounds like I'm so world-weary, even though I've literally not experienced anything traumatic. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> that's what, that's that's a whole mood, but anyway. <laughs> but like, I but literally, like, I like how everyone's so faulted because it's like you can point them out. <laughs> because like, literally, it's fun to point out your own okay, flaws, but, in but heaven, also others. But it's in like, heaven, like, we'll we'll like rejoice that the other person is not flawed. Like, we'll be sure. so much. You better. guys, I'll go sit in the corner. You guys can rejoice in each other's okay. adequateness. Can I quote you on that? adequateness wait what adequacy can i quote you on that adequacy yes i'll keep adequateness okay so basically uh that's the intellect part and then also our will after the fall was weakened meaning like 
You know how you're like, I'm not going to eat that piece of cake. Everyone says a cake thing, but I'm going to say it. It's like, I'm not going to eat that piece of cake. And then, like, you're like, you know what? I'll just do it. Like, that won't happen, you know? Cause, like, what? You're like, joking! And also, this whole other thing that this is not really related, but kind of. It's about your ethos. It's like your inner life. Like, that'll be aligned with your outer desires. But anyway. Wait, what is that mean? I don't really know. I just remember it vaguely from one religion class. But I'm going to not talk about that. No, no. Can really you know. try to explain it just a little? Yeah, like, but I don't want to say everything that I know. Because it's very few things I'll have you know i don't want to say them all in this episode because then i'll like not. oh yeah i guess okay okay so i'll leave that for another one we could talk about fallen human nature and all that and then the last thing it was stuff like the desires or something they're gonna be rightly ordered something like that no Mm -hmm. it's will intellect and emotions emotions okay the emotions are gonna be like can you explain how they're faulted right now like in a way emotions so like i know they are your emotions don't match up with like you know how you desire stuff that doesn't match up with what's actually good for you because you'd be like i'm gonna eat like a billion like I don't, don't know, I know Greek it. salads. That's what I do. I eat like Greek salads. Oh all the wow, time. that's so problematic. You having a salad? Okay, not salad. Problem. Oh, sorry. Okay, I eat <laughs> one bag of Takis a day at least, and also like olives. I think you forgot the olives. No, problem. I don't eat that many olives. Just oh, some. okay, okay. Anyway, that's not even related. <laughs> Stop. Okay, so basically, like the things that like your body and like I guess like your emotions tell you that you want like that always isn't like that isn't always aligned with what Mm -hmm. actually will fulfill you and all that and also we're doing this in philosophy right now anyone who currently is taking philosophy but anyway um yeah so that like all is different than wait have you taken a philosophy morals class that's what ethics is ethics yeah that yeah when um, was that Last year? It's this year. This year? Well, no, you'll take it next year, because... Oh, wait, so is it going to be fun? Like, it, it, how, like, what do you debate? I feel like, like the teacher hates me, but... What do you otherwise debate? Otherwise, I like it. Well, we don't, um... I, no, debate. but, like, what, you talk about, like, certain, like, situations in which something is moral or not? Well, it's not so... We haven't gotten into that yet. Basically, we're getting into, like, the theory right now. Oh, I'll yeah. talk about that in another episode, mm-hmm. but, um... How long? This is a long time, but it's okay. People can most not podcasts watch it. are super long. So. But um, so basically, Jesus didn't have fallen human nature. He had, like, you know, the fullness of human nature, like the fulfillment, I guess. And so he was like Adam and Eve were before the fall. So basically, like his will matches like all three of the powers of the soul, like the will, intellect, and emotions. Like they were all aligned towards the good for him, and so. He didn't have to have a struggle with sin because he had no reason to because he didn't have, like, that kind of temptation. And he had, like, the sight to see, like, you know, the big picture, unlike we do. Mm -hmm. And so, and also, I always wondered as a kid, I'm like, didn't Jesus, like, throw stuff at people, like, in the temples? And I'm like, isn't that, like, Oh, yeah, that's what I've been wondering. But then I realized, like, he wasn't attacking the people. Like, you know how they always say, like, love the sinner, hate the sin? That's literally what he was doing because, like, he didn't attack the people. He literally threw down all the, like, corrupt stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's, like, a good, like, a really good distinction to make. Because, like, he wasn't, like, you know, being aggressive towards the people. He was, like, he was just trying to destroy, like, their, like, their stands where they were selling things. Like, he was just throwing, like, the materials everywhere. Yeah, I feel like that's a problem everybody has today, is you see people as their sin and yeah. stuff, which I definitely have a huge problem with right now. I also don't like, like talking about that, like, me personally, because I always find that I end up either feeling or sounding super self-righteous so 
Yeah, but I feel like I always see, like, people's faults, and it's, like, how, like, for some people, like, uh, like, I know this sounds very conceited, but for some people, it's harder to look past their faults, you yeah, know? Yeah, especially like, I guess like, that's normal, like, but... Hey, mate, I need the fan. Oh, hi, Tim. Okay, <laughs> bye. Are you guys... <laughs> Tim, it's plugged in, Dumbo. I know, I was kidding. Yo, okay. yo, yo, guys, we're just gonna cut it off here and do next episode, because, like, we keep rambling, so I and feel like... And we keep getting interrupted, so it's just better yeah. if we just... It's basically, you know. I feel like it's gonna be just, like, this. these episodes are gonna be an ongoing conversation. Yeah. Maybe we'll just never pick up this conversation. We probably we won't. Know. You know what? I honestly kind of already lost my train of thought, so yeah. don't expect a follow-up to this, just so you know. Yeah, so we just thought we'd say bye because we I'm thought that was this, appropriate. I know I'm going to end this yeah. like a phone call. And it's going to be super cringy, but it's okay. Yeah, we yeah we thought, like, we we should just cut it off now, like, before, before we get too out of hand. Yeah, yeah, you know? So basically, okay. leave us some constructive criticism or just criticism. Um, You know, either's, either's good. Either yeah. means you listen to it, which is appreciated. Yes, thank you, guys. Bye.